is Gemara Nivamis Adaf Chof Vav. All the learning should bring an incredible Schutz Shidduch for Yisrael Chaim and Devarim Rishlamim and Levi Zahava. Oifek Ben Teli Yishema Ben Chaya. They should all find that there is Ziva Kagoyin Bekarayiv. As well as learning should be an incredible Schutz for Rishlamim of Shmuel Yosef Ben Hen Yefreda Shmuel Mantila. Naftali Tzivu Mechleser Nachama Bas Riva Bashavavigah Bashirachana. Israel, an exciting day as Besiata Deshmaya will be concluding the second Aperic of Yavamas. And again, if anyone would like to add a name to the Chaylam list, whether it's for sponsor or just stop to add a name, please feel free to reach out and let's pick it up. From the bottom of Chavheyamibes, we are five lines from the wide lines as we go into the two dots of Miana. We're continuing the theme of the Mishnah, which the Mishnah taught us. That when a Tamachacham is involved, we have to be concerned, we'll call it Mayoimru Agayim. What are people gonna say? Are people gonna say that this looks a little bit fishy or not? And we saw in the Mishnah two parts of the Mishnah. The first part of the Mishnah was when the Tamachacham acted on his own. If he went and he did not find a way to get rid of a nether, and he answered up the woman. And therefore, she had to stay married to her husband. And then what happens, and then subsequently, she, uh, she, um, whatever the case is, her husband dies or gets divorced, then he is not allowed to marry her afterwards. Because it looks bad. Uh, excuse me, I said the case wrong. Correct. If he, if he answered her to her husband, that's why she got divorced. Because she's answered to her husband now. Beautiful. So then, he can't be the one to marry her because that doesn't look good. But the second half of the Mishnah spoke about if they acted in the context of a Bezdin. It wasn't he on his own. There was a Bezdin and she came in as a Katana and said, I want to leave this husband. Or she did. Or had a Chalitza done to her. Then any member of the Bezdin is, yes, allowed to marry her. So says the Gemara, Time of the Bezdin, as we just explained, the contrast and the Mishnah clearly owns in on this detail that the reason is because it was in Bezdin. But says the Gemara, what if it was only two people? It wasn't a proper Bezdin of three. Then, like, it would sound like they would not be allowed to marry her. But I asked the Gemara, why? Why is any different from that which we learned? It's not in the Mishnah. Two witnesses that sign on a field of a sale, Isha, or on the document of divorce, Loi Chashu Chacham Ladavar. The Chacham were not concerned. Why? Because they didn't do it on their own. So they themselves were allowed to act on that item afterwards. So why in our Mishnah does it sound like only when there's a proper bezin of three, whereas here we see even of two? Explains the Gemara. Yeah. That is the Chiddush. The Chiddush is the Mishnah is coming to teach us do not do me in front of two. That's specific Specifically, what the Mishnah is teaching us is that Mian is by three. But you're right that even if it would be two people, they would still be allowed to marry the woman. So Yibailo asked the Gemara four lines from the bottom. What is the story of Konas Mau? What if the Shliach, what if the Tamachacha married her? Which again, he was not allowed to in the first part of the Mishnah, in a case where the Tamachacham said she's usher to her husband, or in the case of the Shliach was the one that brought the get, which they're not allowed to marry her because it doesn't look good. But what if they did? 
Now what? We force them to get divorced. Says the Gemara's Machlekes Rakana Amarkanas Mighty Ravashi Amarkanas Einai Mighty Machlekes Ravkana and Ravashi whether they are forced to get subsequently divorced on Luravzuti Devei Rav Papi Kedevi Amarkanas Einai Mighty. So we have a Machlekes. So Amrulei Rabban the Ravashi the Rabban said to Ravashi who again said Konas Einai Mighty they're allowed to stay married. Gemara Oisvara Ravashi where do you know your din? Your din that if they got married, they're allowed to stay married. Is that a tradition? It's a Gemara. You learned it from your Rebbe. Or is it an idea, a logical assumption you came to you on your own? What did the Mishnah say? This is a Mishnah from yesterday. If there was someone who was subject to rumors from either a Shivcha that she was together with a maidservant and then that maidservant became freed from a goita, then that guy became a Jew. Don't get married. It doesn't look good. People are talking and all of a sudden after it gets freed, all of a sudden after it become a Yid, you go and marry them. Don't do that. But vim kanas ain mighty, ain mighty. So says Ravash the same thing by us. You shouldn't get married, but if you did, ain mighty. So Alma explains Ravashi. What do we see as we turn over to Chavavam and Aleiv Abirinana? What do we see? We see Bernana. As Rashi in the top, Rashi explains what's a Bernana, like a song. People are singing and talking. People are saying, this doesn't look at this fishy matter. We do not say get divorced. It's the same thing by us. Says the Mishnah as we conclude. The second parak of Meseches Yevamis, Vekulam Shahayulam Nashin Umesu Mutaris Linasay Lehem. Says the Mishnah, in all these cases, in the cases of the aforementioned Mishnayis, the cases of yesterday in which we began discussing today, the Tamil Chacham that said the woman was Aser, the Shliach that brought the Gat, the Eid that says the person the, the husband died, and all of them, if they themselves, vikulam shahayu lahem nashim, who is the lahem? Look at Rashi, three lines on the top. If they themselves, the Tavachacham was married, the Shleich was married, the Eid was married, if they had, they were married. So when that Tavachacham said this woman is Aser, he was already married. And then what happens? Umesu and then their own wives died later. Then Mutanus and then they're allowed to marry this woman. Since at the moment when they gave the Eidos, when the Tamachacham acted, he was not Shaykhter. He was already a married man. Therefore, no one is going to say, oh, he didn't get remarried. And therefore, it's not a problem. Similarly, says the Mishnah, in all these cases, if let's say this woman, she got divorced, or there was Yedis, her husband died, or there was Yedis that she, that this was a get, and she goes and she marries elsewhere, and then, in this Karshu, the husband divorced her, she gets divorced, yeah, her husband dies, she's allowed to come back, and marry that Tavachach, marry that Shliach, marry that Eid. Similarly, case number three, 
And similarly, all these women, they're only usher to Tamachachim himself, to the Shleach himself, to the Eid himself, but to his children, they are allowed. So three different cases in which we could say this is like almost part two of yesterday's Gemara. This is really playing it out. How far do these concerns, this concern of rumor go? How far does it go? And we're seeing three applications. Number one, if the Chacham himself, the Shliach, the Eid, was married. Number two, if this woman married elsewhere. Or number three, the Tamachacham, the Shliach, the Eid's children, in all those cases, they're allowed to marry this woman. Says the Gemara, what was the first case? The first case was that if the Tamachacham, the Shliach, the Eid, was married, then their own child, their own wife dies, then they're allowed to marry this woman. Meisuin, says the Gemara, from the Mishnah, which you see really clearly in the reading, that in case one it said Meisu, in the other cases it didn't. So clearly it's only if it's Meisu if their wife died, but not if they divorced them. So says the Gemara, is that true? Amr Lei Rav Hillel Rav Ashi. Says Rav Hillel Rav Ashi, Vatanya, but we learned in a Raisa, Afilu Nizkarshu. The Raisa is not the way. The Raisa said that even if the Zavachacham, the Eid, Shliach, was married, then they divorced their own wife, and then they could go marry this woman. Answers the Gemara like Asha the Havi Katata Ha the Loy Havi Katata. Two different answers. Answer number one is the case in which we say they can get married is when they were fighting. Meaning, if they got divorced, then we knew we knew that there was a rocky marriage. We knew that Zavachacham the Shliach the Shliach was having a difficult time. Then they got divorced. Then yes, you go marry this woman because clearly it wasn't because of that. There was no issues. They had a beautiful, happy marriage. All of a sudden, the Zavachacham. Uh, makes this woman also her husband, and the next day, boom, he divorces his wife. That looks fishy. Therefore, you cannot do that. Answer number two. In both the cases, there was no fighting. A different differentiation. In the case where he's not let get remarried, it's because he instigated the fighting. Everything is fine. All of a sudden, he starts fighting with his wife. Then he goes and gets divor- divorces her. Now he can't go and remarry this woman. But if it was the Argil, he, if she was one that picked the fight, that has nothing to do with him, then he could go and remarry not remarry, excuse me, then he could go and marry this woman. And the Gemara continues, this is case number two of the Mishnah, that if this woman marries elsewhere, then he, then she gets divorced, or the husband dies, then the Tabachacham, the Sheikh, the Eid, can marry her. Says the Gemara, says the Gemara, we think right now that the two cases line up, there's a parallelism in the cases. That when the case of the woman was widowed from her second husband is the same case where the aide testified that the wife died. Gerishin goes on the case of Gerishin. So says the Gemara, name of Maslis, and if that would be true, the like Yerebi, why the Yerebi Omar betrays him, the Avichazaka. Because if that's true, if you add up the case, now we have a woman that two husbands died. And if two husbands died, Rebbe holds that's a Chazaka, big famous Machlaikas. What creates a Chazaka? Is it two or is it three Rebbe holds with regard to Katal, with regard to a woman? If that her husband dies two times, she's called a Katlanis. She's called a woman that kills her husbands, not literally, but 
the marriage to her, whatever that means, the siguli marriage to her causes the husbands to die, and therefore no one's not to marry her anymore. So from our Mishnah, if we line up the cases, and this woman got married two times, and yet the Mishnah allows her to keep on getting remarried, we see now like Rabbi says, no, no, the cases do not have to line up. Says the Gemara, as we conclude, the power of the Kulam Mutars of the Mishnah concluded that all of these women are only usher to the Tzamechachab, to the Shliach, to the Eid, but to their children, they are allowed. Says the Gemara, why is this case any different from that which we learned tonight in the Mishnah? When there are rumors about a woman, it's not only usher to her, you're usher to her mother, you're usher to her daughter, you're usher to her sister. So says the Gemara, why in our case, our Mishnah any different? Explains the Gemara fundamental difference. Nashi legabe, nashi shchichin ve'ozlan gavdozlan. Gavri legabe, gavri loy shchichin. In that case of the other Mishnah, what was the suspected rumors? Was on the woman, anitan minayisha. So now you cannot marry your daughter, her mother, etc. Why? Because daughters, mothers, etc. They all hang out together. So if there was a suspected rumor with a Call it Rachel. Don't marry Rachel's mother or daughter, because Rachel's mother and daughter are going to come hang out. They're all going to come hang out together, and you have a suspected rumor about her. Whereas Gabri Gabri Whereas in our Mishnah, there's not a concern. Because in our mission, we're talking about the guy, we're talking about the So it's not as common for him to come that the daughter or the mother to come hang out with him, and therefore there is no concern. Answer number one. Inami, answer number two. The woman they're lying together does not answer on uh, others. Whereas, Gavri that woman, if a woman woman were to sleep with another woman's husband does not make the husband usher to his wife. And therefore, the women are not nervous about the husband. And therefore, there's a higher level concern. It's, it's a bit backwards. Therefore, there's a higher level concern that if the if the man goes and marries a woman in which there were suspected rumors about that there's there's an issue, there's a concern they might continue the relationship. Why? Because the new wife is not gonna do anything to prevent it. Why? Because it doesn't make a difference to her. But Gavri, when it comes to the man, if a man goes and sleeps with another man's wife. She is then also, then Kapti Adadi, her husband, will be makbid, will be careful about it. He asked the Gemara of Anami. So then if that is true, then the Misha should also say, he's allowed to marry the father. Why does the Misha say, what, what, what do we start off? To the sons or the brothers, what about the father as well? Explains the Gemara, you're right. No, really, we agree. Really, she's allowed to even marry the brother, the father, and the children. It's pushed the father that a child is embarrassed in front of but a son. The father is not embarrassed in front of him. Maybe not. So that was the Chiddush of the Mishnah that even the B'neiim, but certainly the fathers, and that is the Chiddush that our Mishnah is different than the other Mishnah in two different ways. And our Mishnah, the man is very different than the woman, both in Isser and in practicalities. And therefore, in our 
Mishnah to Mutter Lebenim Nachayan and La Avihem. Hajjon Allah, Kitzar Ishes Achev, we must do a Chazar, there's absolutely no question of this incredible saying in Barak of Yivames. Mir Hashem, yeah, I'm hoping it's getting a little bit easier, hopefully the cases as we learn more and more of them, don't worry, we're about to get nailed with a doozy, but hopefully as we get more and more into them, we get more familiar with the, the you know, the breaking down of the Gemara, all the different cases, and we should keep on learning together, but right away, let's go headstrong into a new parak, and let's get to it. Arabo Achin, there were four brothers. Shnayim and Nisuin Shteyachayos, two brothers are married to two sisters, Umesu and Nisuin Shteyachayos, and of course, the ones that are married to the sisters are Niftarei, the Chosot, let me say, Bamais, you have to Chalitza and Ayibam, Vim Kal, Muvay Kansu, and if they went and they tried to do Yibam, Yoytihu, they must get divorced. Case number one of the Mishnah, we'll see a picture in a moment. Revelezer, I'm Rabbi Shami, I'm Rabbi Kaim, I'm Rabbi says, this is subject of a machlekes Beishamai versus Beishil. So here we have a beautiful picture. Again, hopefully we're getting more familiar with these cases. Reuven, Reuven Levi, Shimon Yehuda. Reuven Levi, yeah, Shimon Yehuda. But over here, yeah, they just put Reuven and Shimon on the ends. That was confusing. Excuse me. But Levi and Yehuda are nifter. Levi and Yehuda have to be married to sisters. So the halacha is Reuven and Shimon have to vote to Chalitza. Why? Why can't Reuven and Shimon do Yibam? So as it says over here, very simply, because it's called Achoiz Ziku Kasai. What's a Zika? We see many times, and we'll see again in the Gemara. Zika is the connection between the Yavama, the woman awaiting the brother to marry her, and the brother. So Reuven has a connection to Rachel and to Leah, and because they are sisters, he's not allowed to marry either of them. Because the Achoiz Ziku is it And therefore, why is it Rabbanim? Because it's similar to Achois Ishtoi. And therefore, says the Gemara, both Reuben and Shimon are forced to do Chalitza. Continuing the Mishnah. Here we go. If one of them are Aser and Iser Erva, one of his sisters, again, we have Rachel and we have Leah. If one of them is an Iser Erva, says the Gemara, Aser Ba, so then Reuben is Aser to her, but now interestingly enough, not interesting because that's the din, but because you're forbidden to her, there's no Zika there, there's no connection. And because of that, Mutter Ba'achais, you let him marry your sister. And similarly, but the Shani, there's no connection, then Aser Bishtayim. Let's see this case together to get nice and clear. Over here you see Reuven and Rachel is an Isra Erva. Because Reuven and Rachel is an Isra Erva, that means there's no Zika over there. That means Rachel is as if she does not exist with regard to Reuven. So Reuven could go and marry Leah. Reuven could go and marry Leah because there's no Achai Zikukasli. But Shimon is the same person as we started. Shimon still has the same issue, and therefore Shimon is Aser Bishtehim. And we continue in the Mishnah case number. Number three, Iser Mitzvah, Vizer Kedusha. Let's say it's not a full-fledged Iser Erva. Iser Mitzvah and Iser Kedusha, and Iser Rabbanon. Then, because then there's still some small level of Zika, because the connection between them is only an Iser Der Rabbanon. So what do you have to do? You have to do Chalitza. Ha'isa achas men rasura alzeh, Iser Erva. Va'asheni asura alzeh, Iser Erva. Let's say both of them had an Iser Erva. So let's just think about it. What does that mean? It means the connection here is nothing because it's an Israel Erva. 
So each one could marry the other. And here you see, this was case number two, in which there's an Isra Lav. The Isra Lav, therefore, there still is some level of connection, so you have to do Chalitza. And over here you see that if both Rachel and Leah both have an Erva, if they both have an Erva, then Asur Lazem Mutaris Lazem, Asur Lazem Mutaris Lazem, and therefore both both Reuben and Shimon could potentially do Yibam to the other wife, Reuben to Leah and Shimon to Rachel. And now, says the Gemara, as we would anticipate, as we spoke out of the Mishnah, Shema no, what do we see from the Mishnah? Yesh Zika. We see that there's a connection. Yesh Zika. There's an absolute connection and that was the reason why you cannot go and do Yibam because it's a chais, it's Ziku Kasai. because if there was no connection, they're coming from two different places. So we shouldn't care that they're sisters because they're coming from two different husbands. So each person, Reuben and Shimon, each one should be able to do Yibam. The fact they cannot is because there's some level of connection. What is that level of connection? What does that mean? That means that there's Yishzika. Says the Gemara, excuse me, no raya, I'll tell you, there's no connection. The reason why, as we've seen this actually already, the Sigya of Zika, we brought down this right, and we brought down this answer, and the reason you cannot do Yibam, because there's a different concern. That what might happen, says the Gemara. Ruvain's going to do Yibam, and after Ruvain does Yibam, Mayis Idoch, Shimon, is going to die, and therefore what happens? So Ruvain does Yibam to Rachel, Leah's waiting over here, and Shimon dies. So is Ruvain allowed to do anything to Leah? No, because he's Married to Rachel, and now there's going to be a person that had a potential mitzvah yivamim. She had a potential chalitza yivam leyo, and now she has nothing because of that. We require both Reuben and Shimon to do chalitza. I asked the Gemara, if that is true, it's Nami. So why don't we see the same case with three? Why do you need four brothers? Let me buy Kamrina. Says Gemara, you're right, it's true. Let me buy it's lost a divide about limitzah yivamim. Even by three, which certainly it's in the cause of betal. Avodal. This is a concern. This is far fetched that after Ruben does Yibam, that Shimon's going to drop dead. Maybe we are concerned about that. Ask the Gemara Yachid to turn over the Amid if we're concerned about that. So why does the Mishnah say case of four? Say the case of five. Says the Gemara to say that two of them are going to die. That the next picture up over here. This we saw already. Actually, no, we did not. Here, you see in the bottom, you see the Asr Levatel, Mrs. Yevamim, that if Reuven does even to Rachel, Leah now is Achois Ishtoy, the sister of Reuven's wife. So therefore, if Shimon now dies, Reuven cannot do anything to Leah. So originally, Leah should have had Yibam or Chalitza done. Now, Leah is not going to have anything done. And therefore, says the Gemara, that is the concern of Asr Levatel, Mrs. Yevamim. And that is the reason why we require them both to do Chalitza. And now we continue with the Gemara, and which really is going to begin a discussion that's going to take us well into tomorrow's daf. A bit of a difficult discussion, but we have to do it, of course, so let's get to it. Omar, Rabba, Baravuna, excuse me, oh, excuse me, Omar. 
Ravo Baravuna. There it is. Oh my Rav. So this is Rav's opinion. What is the case? Says the Gemara. We have three sisters who are Yevamais. They were married to three brothers, and the three brothers died. And they fell in front of two Achin Yevam. So there's a total of five brothers, of course. Three sisters. Three brothers. The three brothers died. The three sisters fall to two brothers. We'll call them Reuven and Shimon. What is the halacha? Says Rav. Reuven does chalitza. Excuse me, I shouldn't say Reuven. One does chalitza, another does chalitza, and the middle one needs chalitza from both. Let's just read the Gemara. The Gemara really is going to flush out exactly what this means, and then we'll see it in the picture, and then actually we're going to call it a day. Omar le Rava says Rabba. Well, I don't understand. Midgar, Redem, Sa Yisri, Chalitza, Mishdeim. You said that the middle one, whatever that means. Seemingly, we're talking about the three sisters. The three sisters in which we're married. The three brothers, two brothers that died. The three sisters now are awaiting Yibun from Reuven and Shimon. It says one does Chalitza, one does Chalitza. The middle one does double Chalitza. For the fact that you told me that the middle one does double Chalitza, why? Why would she need Chalitza from both Reuven and Shimon? Because Avris Yezika must be because there was a double connection. Reuven and Shimon both have a connection to but if that's true, and therefore it's a weak chalitza, the words chalitza psula, Rashi of here explains, means kiloimar grua. It's a weak chalitza. What's a weak chalitza? A weak chalitza means that there was no potential yibum. We have two types of chalitza. We have chalitza in which, if there's a potential yibum, Ruvain could do yibum to this woman, and he chooses chalitza. That's chalitza me'alia. That's a strong chalitza, because there was a, there was a potential yibum, and they said no, that is a different type of chalitza in which Yibam is off the table. Why would Yibam be off the table? For example, a case like this, in which is a double Zika, you have Reuben and Shimon, and they both have Zika with this woman, so you cannot do chalitza, you cannot do Yibam Turks, it's a sister, and therefore you're forced to do chalitza. But that's a weak chalitza. So says the Gemara, we think right now the reason the middle one needs a double chalitza because the double zika to weak chalitza. The chalitza psula, and the rule is chalitza psula sarlach sarkulach. Now, whenever you have a weak chalitza, the way to remove a weak chalitza is going to both brothers, which is the reason it's a weak chalitza, and remove that weak chalitza. But I asked the Gemara if that is true. Then the first brothers as well should do the same thing. Meaning, we have three wives over here. We said one does one chalitza, one does one chalitza, one does two chalitzas. Says Gemara, I don't understand. For whatever which reason, this was doing two chalitzas, in which we're explaining because it's double zika, so we chalitza, you gotta go to both brothers. So then the other two wives should require double chalitza as well. Explains the Gemara. If all three brothers died at one time, all three sisters fell Yibam at the same time, then you'd be right. They'd all be in the same boat, and they'd all need a double chalitza. What's the case? And again, we're gonna we're gonna explain this better through the picture. They fell one after another. So therefore, when the first woman falls to Yibam, 
at the moment that she fell to Yibum, Reuven was actually able to even do Yibum to her. It was a chalitza ma'alia. It was a good chalitza. So at this point, her husband was only husband died. She's the only woman awaiting Yibum. And Reuven chooses chalitza, no problem. And then similarly, Shimon, the other one, the brother dies. Nafla idach, again, chalitza Shimon. Now when Nafla idach, when the third brother dies and she falls to Yibum, now she's a case of achoyz chalutza, say, because both Reuven and Shimon already did chalitza. Chalitza lahay mafkazikasa, chalitza lahay mafkazikasa. And that is the reason why both of them are going to have to do chalitza. Before we see the picture, let's just read two more lines. Ask the Gemara, V'amar Rav in Zika. Rav doesn't hold with this whole concept of Zika. Le'divrei Aymer Yish Zika, Kamar, Rav is taught in Amar that holds of Zika. Now we're going to go and let's see this played out. Here we have the case of Chalitza Psula, we Chalitza. What is a we Chalitza? We Chalitza is anytime you would not be able to act on the Chalitza. As you see over here that Reuven and Shimon both cannot act on the, on the Yibam, excuse me, cannot act on the Yibam. Why now? Because they're sisters. Levi and Yudah died. Both Reuven and Shimon cannot act on the Yibam. And therefore the Chalitza is a we Chalitza. There we have to Chalitza, not Yibam. Now this is our case of our Gemara of Rav. We have five brothers. Levi, Yudah, and Yisachar all died. Rachel, and Rivko all dropped to Yibam. So what's the halacha? They're all achais and ziku kasai. So says the Gemara, if they fell at the same time, then you're right. They would all have to do chalitza na'yibam. Why? Because chalitza psula, and it's important. It is beautiful how the staff Chaim plays this out because it really sets the framework for tomorrow's shir. That chalitza psula, sar laf, sar But what's the case in Aflub Zuachar Zu? That first Levi dies, so Reuven does yibam. When Reuven does yibam, there's no problem. And then what happens afterwards, then... And here it shows you why Reuven is allowed to do Yibam because Shimon either could have done Yibam because there's only one person dead. Levi was the only one that was dead at that moment. So Rachel was a free girl. Reuven went. And when she did Chalitza, on the bottom of this page, you see it's a Chalitza Ma'alia. It's a great Chalitza. And then what happens is that when Yudah dies, Shimon does.